Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Romantic Truth Podcast. Please be advised that the content of this show is for mature audiences 18 and over due to the topics discussed. Please feel free to follow and like Romantic Truth on Facebook at facebook.com slash romantic truth. You may also listen to the podcast on anchor.fm slash romantic truth. Now, here is your host Jawson. If you tell a dude to go deeper and his pelvis is already touching you, then you're just rude as hell because you know that motherfucker done run out of dick. No fuck. June 4th, 2021, Jawson. This is your girl Kathy writing you from Idaho. Trigger warning. My boyfriend and I have dated for six months now. We have been naughty in the bedroom recently. However, last night he spread my butt cheeks and stuck his dick straight up my ass without warning. He at least used lube, but I would have liked a heads up. It hurt like hell and I couldn't wait for him to finish. I did like feeling his warm cum in my ass. I never had that sensation before. I had an orgasm and squirted for the very first time. When he pulled out, I felt air back there before I farted and accidentally sprayed him with stuff I care not to remember. He told me not to worry and it was okay. Since he left my place last night he has blocked my calls and texts. About an hour ago, some woman called swearing at me about leaving him alone. What do you think is happening? Sorry for being so graphic, but you know how I roll. Kathy Kerr Dallen, Idaho. Holy shit! shit, shit, shit. Kathy. Oh my goodness. Look. I'd love the way you depict things and write things. You have a way of really expressing yourself. And uh, I, you know, when I got your first email back in 2019, I knew what I was in for. Uh, Look, here's the thing. You've gone through what, since I've had this show, at least two boyfriends. This is your third. And what has happened since you've gone through this particular guy is the same thing that I've been telling you that has been your problem before. You go in too soon, too quickly, doing too many things. Now, in this case, I think you trusted him a little bit too soon without knowing the facts. More than likely, this guy's married, got a woman. What he did to you in that blast exchange was his goodbye salute to you. Because the jig was up on his end. He probably was feeding you a line of bull like everything was fine. This man was probably in a relationship, probably had a woman taking care of him, probably sleeping with somebody, probably living with somebody, probably married to someone. And she was either about to find out or she did find out. That's the reason why you got that phone call. Now, it also could be that he was done with you and that was his last hurrah and what he did he probably got a new girl and then told her hey you know I'm tired of hearing from this woman why don't you call her back let her know that I'm not interested 
in either case, what it comes down to is you give too much too soon to get so little back. This has been an ongoing problem with you. Because I want you to understand now, this is what, about the fifth email you sent me about these different guys you've dated. And it's been the same situation over and over. And now I'm just going to tell you the truth. The problem's not with the dudes, it's with you. And until you face that, you're going to still go in that same spiral, just like you've done now with this one. I've been trying to get you on the show. Whenever you get a chance, schedule some time. I set you all the information you'll need in order to be a guest. Take care. Love you much. And please, whatever you do, start having these men wear condoms with you. June 4, 2021 Riddle me this, why is it when a woman wants to sleep with several men she's a whore and when a man does it with multiple women he is a player? It makes no sense to me because we are both irresponsible. Barbara Houston, Texas. Barbara, I agree with you 100%. But here is the problem. It's a societal problem. When a woman sleeps with multiple men, she's viewed as a whore as you said. When a man sleeps with multiple women, He's viewed as a player. The reason why society did this is because they put the onus on the woman to be the moral character of a culture, civilization, society in general. When it comes down to a man, he's just supposed to provide. And so he give, he's given a pass for indiscretions that come about in the social nature. However, when it comes down to discipline, when it comes down to him doing things such as violence or those kind of things, that's where he's ostracized. That's his level of responsibility as society sees it. Now, when it comes down to a woman, it, she's pretty much put in that situation where sex is the worst thing she can do. Violence is the worst thing a man can do. That's the reason why you have the fusion of the two in films. That's the reason why we go to the theater so much, because we like to see that exchanging, that interaction between the two. So that's what it comes down to in general. But you're absolutely right on that concept because that is definitely true. People are held to a higher standard based on their gender. And that's the way they have it in our society. Unfortunately, that's not gonna change. It's gonna be the same way it is. And people are gonna be labeled no matter how you look at it. Because, you know, that's the way it goes. But here's the thing to keep in mind. The majority of women who are out there who may you know sleep with several guys who are they judged by the most they're not judged by the men because the one thing a man is not going to do is tell the woman she's a whore he's going to try to sleep with her but instead what's going to happen is this <laughs> when it comes down to a man in violence who's going to be his biggest critic of the men so it's also split when it comes down to gender because Women will criticize other women for wearing a dress too short, for being too over the top or whatever. 
and then criticize each other where it says like man you know you didn't have to go out and kill that dude or you didn't have to go out and do that and unfortunately that's the way it goes My sister is on the verge of homelessness and once again called me an hour ago begging me to let her move in with me. My sister has a seven-year-old girl, my niece. I love them both and in most situations would have opened my home to them. The thing is my niece has epilepsy. It's a really minor epilepsy and I forgot the actual name. I know the condition better than her mother because I actually paid for the doctor's visits and took her there. Anyway to solve her problem her mom got her a pitbull. The animal is alright I guess but it isn't a service animal. It won't even be considered as one because of its breed. It's a pet. I think the dog is pretty alright from what I've seen. My wife and I aren't fond of dogs. Her far more than me. When she was young a pit bit her and she's been wary of dogs the whole time. She is also four months pregnant now. I told my sister she and her daughter could come but the dog wasn't allowed. She freaked and gave me some excuses but I told her that her crap choices brought her to this position and she can't be having expectations of me. She got upset and accused me of loving my wife and child over her. At this stage one was getting upset and told her of course, WTF. My child and wife were infinitely more important to me and her. I told her that my niece's well-being meant nothing to me if it could impact my child's life. I then told her frankly she was a disappointment of a person and her selfish behavior was a reflection of this. She began crying and told me life was tough. I then piled on and told her no it wasn't, she made it tough for herself. TLDR my sister will be homeless in two days without a job. I'm a bit worried and I want to reach out to her again. I'm still not entertaining the dog idea but I rather my niece have a roof over her head. Sir, you use the term tough love in this situation. I hate to say it, but I don't mind saying it. In so many ways, you're correct in your decision on this. Uh, you, you're looking out for the welfare of your children and your family. And sometimes family will encroach in that personal space of yours. And even though you try to help them, sometimes they go and they make the same cyclical mistakes. Now. The problem you have with people in general, when they get, try to get to what they want, a lot of times they will use victimhood as a vehicle. They will use guilt as another tool. And you saw through this. You experienced this before. So you understand the consequences. You also understand what's going on with this situation. You know good and well if you introduce this into your household, your whole lifestyle is going to change. What you want to do, and, and rightly so, you are not callous. And you're looking at the factual means in order to help. Primarily, the niece can't really fend for herself. She has a disability. She's only seven years of age. It makes sense. The way you're looking at it is the adult woman, your sister, on the other hand, can do for herself. Society will allow her to be this woman who doesn't really necessarily have to have responsibilities. In other words, what I mean is a man will pick her up and take her, take her in and take care of her without any problem. When it comes down to a man being out in a situation like this, he's got to fend for himself. 
society would look at, oh, you can't take care of that child, that child needs to be with a woman. In this case, however, they would never dare say that. They would take care of the woman and the child. So in that sense, I see where you're coming from. Uh, overall with the dog, yeah, I, I totally get it because once you start introducing animals into it, you know, and you have the whole anthropomorphic thing where people come sometimes equate animals with human beings, even though an animal such as a dog only has about a comprehension level of a two-year-old, very Pavlovian. But here's the thing. You have to look at it from the standpoint that you want to help, but the thing is you don't want to damage yourself in helping. You've probably been burned before. And so you're kind of picking and choosing what you can do, and rightly so from the experience you had. And you're looking at things where you're putting things on her, such as responsibility, that she may not want to really deal with because society makes it that way for a lot of women, unfortunately, where they don't have to deal with responsibility, where they're not held accountable to the level a man is. And just in the example I told you about, if the man was homeless with a child, especially a girl, people would be trying to take that child away from him. With her, that would not be the case. They would be trying to take care of the both of them. So therefore, there's expectations set. And in this way, you're dealing with a societal norm, that's an issue, and you're dealing with the fact that you're dealing with the guilt. You don't want to see your real, really don't want to see your niece or sister suffer. So it's not like you're being callous, but you're being more realistic. And plus you have an obligation to your family to do the right thing and to protect them. So in this sense, I think you're making the right decision, even though it's a tough one. I think you're still making the right decision in this. So I would not even question my judgment on this. Guilt is a useless emotion because it, the implications are that you did not do something right. People will always use that as a way to get in to have you do something for them, either for free or something against your will. So what I would say to you, sir, is keep on doing what you're doing. You want to look out for the welfare of your niece. That's acceptable. That's understandable. But the thing is, is that you cannot take in all the problems and, and she would have to comport herself if she's going to be in your environment, in your home. I'm talking about your sister now with some of the requirements that you have and don't bend on those requirements leave them there because let me tell you something as a man if you had to go to anyone's home you would have to comport yourself to their standards as well find and simple end of story I'm friends with a girl she is 21 years old who wants to go skinny dipping with me a male 22 years old I'm not attracted to her because of how good of friends we are. She tells me don't pop one up when you see me naked. It will he the first time he'll be seeing her naked I'm curious how as a straight man that likes women how could you control that from happening? Do you wanna? Do you wanna? You have got to be the first dude I've ever heard of that tried to avoid a hard on. Man, what the hell is wrong with you? If she is going to go skinny dipping naked, let me tell you something. 
goodness as hard as men try to get women naked you gonna sit up there and try not get you some man up let me tell you something you better go here get you some condom you ain't gonna have no problem with that because you're what in your 20s she's in her 20s you better enjoy as much of that as you can while you're young when you get in your 40s and 50s you're gonna start regretting that shit you get in your 60s dick ain't gonna get hard no more you're gonna have a problem you better enjoy it while you can now if she's skinny dipping and telling you you know not to get excited because she gonna be naked on man let me tell you something I said look here's what's gonna happen dick is gonna just start just crawling through this grass just like a snake and just gonna wrap around your leg and then snatch you no in all seriousness though you really need to come on and uh think about this because what she's doing is and I want to be honest with you man even though you guys are friends what she wants to do is to see whether or not she's uh, how can I best say it not attractive enough but sexy enough in order to arouse you now you have to watch this because she could be teasing it could be a situation where she just wants to go see you naked see her naked and then you know that kind of thing but here's the thing I always tell guys in order to avoid this awkward situation I tell women straight up if you take your clothes off I'm going to try to get inside you plain and simple friend be damned dick has no conscience but from the standpoint that you're not going to try to force yourself on there nothing like that but what she'd understand that if you put your ass in a tiger's cage with a tiger does that stop the tiger from being a tiger no it doesn't so what she is doing she's trying to see how far she can go with you as his friend now here's the thing to expect young man expect her to play that game where she's going to go probably lay down open herself up do all of this stuff in front of you she's she'll be teasing and she may have the rule well yeah don't touch me she's gonna make it a point to bend over and all of this other stuff because she wants you to see the full perspective now here's the thing that you have to avoid you don't want to be a three o'clock guy and that's what she could be setting you up for three o'clock guys are the guys that women flaunt and do all this shit in front of but they don't have that interest in you sexual interest so she could be setting you up to use you is what I'm saying watch that that's the reason why I say call it for what it is she's naked you're naked you guys are skinny dipping supposedly friends friends don't skinny dip tell her up front hey you know what uh, me and my friends we're not, we don't walk around naked just like the situation I told you about where that friend of mine that thought I was that girlfriend, the girl that I started to date and that turned me down, but yet she invited me to her apartment and wanted me to go and go to lunch with her and invited me up to her bedroom and she's butt naked coming out of the shower. And I told her straight up, it ain't gonna go down like that as far as friends. Yeah. And then we wound up hooking up 
because let me tell you something. Don't put yourself in that situation. Because see, she thought honestly that we were just going to be platonic friends and she's walking around naked. And I told her, I said, you know, I still want to fuck you, right? Her eyes bucked and she said, really? And of course, her curiosity got the best of her. We did it and she talking about she loved me and all this other stuff and it was like, no, I can't love somebody that already turned me down, so let's keep it that way. And the thing is, a lot of times women think that when a guy's with them sexually, that they're involved with them emotionally, and that's where we differ. Because we could break that emotional tie off very quickly. The reason being is that as men, we get disappointed a lot. So what we do is we go in with the expectation of failure. So by doing that, you're not emotionally attached, you're not involved, and you can walk away and go on to someone else. This is what you need to be wised up on because she could play you and you could be a fool if you want, but hold her accountable for teasing. Say, hey, look, if you take off your clothes, I can't be responsible for what my dick will do. Anything to imply that, hey, the friendship, that shit's out the window. <laughs> I'm gonna try to fuck you. That's what you need to keep in mind. As long as you keep that where she understands that, she's gonna comport herself. If she's only playing, she's gonna comport herself and make sure that you don't see her naked. If she's game, she's gonna go on with it because that means that more than likely she's gonna go through just out of curiosity. But here's the thing, don't force yourself on her. I can't stress that enough because the thing is, women sometimes like to say stop when they don't mean stop, right? When they say stop, stop, just stop. And then she's like, oh, I was just playing. She grabbed your hand. No, 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 no. Pull your hand away. Say, no, you said stop. Shit, stop means no to me. And then tell her, hey, you know what? I don't want to be Weinstein. You're going to cut through that game. And if she's serious, y'all going to bone. If she's not serious, she's not going to do that again. And another thing, she's already, she will know the limitations of your friendship at that point. And that you're not a person that can be bullshit. Because I'm telling you, you have to get to a point of accountability with her. If you don't, she's going to yo-yo your ass. You're going to yo-yo right to that 3 o'clock position. And you're going to be that guy that she treats like the girlfriend. You go shopping with her and shit. She's going to give you the purse to hold on to while she's going through the dresses. You're not that dude. You are not that dude. Because see, they have the misconception of friendship a lot of times. Because if a guy is interested in the woman, she's thinking, oh, well, you know, I'm not interested in him. He's just my friend. That's to a certain extent. If he had a romantic interest in you or a sexual interest in you, oh, he still want to fuck you. Ladies, I'm telling you, that male friend of yours that you have, and some of you have those male friends that you know damn well you can't be in a swimsuit around. And you can't be in a certain dress around them. Because you know they're going to get hard, they're going to try, right? And some of you don't know that there are some guys that are willing to do that with you. And you think that they're just, oh, he's cool, he's married, he's got a girlfriend. 
let me take. <laughs> Circumstances are right. You'd be surprised you'll make that move. But again, I can't stress it enough. Don't force yourself on her. If she says no or stop, stop it. Leave it at that. Because if she's playing and bullshitting, she's ruining the mood. Because see, just like they can cut the mood off by saying, oh, you ruined the mood, you can do the same thing when she says stop or no. It goes both ways. Don't be a sucker with it. Good luck. And wear condoms. And use the permicide if you can. Because you don't need a kid. At least not now. Be in your 20s. I love him but don't, love love, him and we've been dating for 18 months I have dated a couple of guys in the past before and I am his first everything. His inexperience is starting to get the better of me, sexual or relationship maturity wise. I cannot continue like this and really wanna break up with him. However he is also a really sweet and cute guy and nothing is really wrong with him. He works hard and on paper, is probably the perfect guy. We both grew up really differently in different cultures, so that is getting to me too. I haven't discussed any of these with him because I already made up my mind about not seeing a potential future with him. So I guess I'm just asking for the nicest way to bring the message. He lives with his parents and usually comes over but I don't want to break the news to him at my place and just make him leave, sounds very cruel. Alright, now, this guy is 24 from what I saw here the thing that I would tell you is this you are probably a little bit older a little bit more experienced a little bit more mature than he is so your expectations of course was that he was going to be this nice rock hard young man that was going to rock your world and he came out and it was not quite as eventful got it now here's the thing he doesn't realize that he's already been putting the friends on it. Guys, if you're listening, one thing I will tell you is this. This is the quickest way to be put in the friend zone. The reason being is that her expectations were very high for this young man at some point. And she was let down. Now, the one thing she did not want to have to do is to teach this guy a few things. Now, another thing that she mentioned in here was that he lived with his parents women automatically commute you to a mother's boy when you do this and you have to prove yourself and this is where a lot of you wind up getting stuck in that swamp because once she looks at you as a mom's boy as far as she's concerned you can never grow out of that especially if she's an older woman if she's like 34 and you're 24 and she's going to constantly tease you and she's going to constantly bring that and throw that in your face. Now, here's the thing. If you are at home with your folks and you're a guy, it's best to date women in your peer group because that older woman, at some point she's going to make a demand for you to be with her or independent of your place. A lot of times they're going to throw that in your face and you can very well not be a mama's boy and still get classified as such because they feel as though, hey, I'm on my own, you should be on your own. A lot of times they don't consider the fact that for them, many times to be on their own 
a man actually provided a place for them and they left that man and they had their own stuff afterwards whether it's a divorce for instance or whether they decided to get kind of the send off with their parents where daddy gave a few dollars to get her own place a lot of times they won't tell you they won't disclose the origin of how they got their start they just expected from you to measure up that's a question that sometimes you may need to ask now my experience in the past with older women has been and I've dated I'll say 90% of the women I dated were older than me at least by from a year all the way up to 20 years now one thing to keep in mind with an older woman she's more understanding more compassionate to a certain uh degree and what she's going to try to do a lot of times is to win you over by the kind of soothing motherly things that she would do now there'll be others who will try to hold you to the same standard as a man of her own age and that's what this lady's doing here because what she wants is a man he's not considered a man to her he's still a boy a man in training and she's going to use that as an option by throwing that up when she breaks up with him that you still live at home with your folks etc there's a sense of envy with this as well because he has more autonomy and independence than she does believe it or not because he could save up his money and choose to go anywhere he desires to go she's probably stuck with her bills and obligations especially as she has a kid in that particular realm so you remember i told you about the freedom she have freedom itself your wealth mobility and your decision making skills well he has all of those intact you look at her she probably has one of those that she can't really do anything about that's the mobility she just probably can't pick up and leave and so what happens a lot of times they would like to cavalierly classify you as being irresponsible now one thing i want you to understand is men responsibility does not equate to foolish debt and that's where people get mixed mixed up it doesn't equate to you being a man by having a child or taking on a house being a man is the decisions you make will define you as a man and if you decide to go and take your ass out and get in a debt over a house just to impress a woman you're a damn fool you do you buy a house out of necessity you don't buy it in order to attract a woman same thing with a car every kind of messed up for that person to only be attracted to you because of that asset that means that they don't love you like this lady didn't love 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 him right and so what this guy will probably try to do is try harder to make her love him it would never work she's already made up a decision and this poor guy's thinking oh how can i impress her to get her back she's already gone the horse has left the barn but he doesn't realize that yet he doesn't know it now she's only deciding on how to break up with him here's the thing that she's probably going to do and a lot of women in this situation do this a lot she doesn't want to sever it and if you notice she wanted to do it in a diplomatic way she wanted to do it in a way where she could come back to him just in case things don't work out for what she's reaching for In other words, she wants to be able to monkey branch back into his life. What he should do 
is let her go on and what she should do is just tell him the truth. Hey, you know what? There's no chemistry here. I'm not interested in you. We need to move on. Because guys, we accept that. We don't vociferate, we don't worry about it, we move on. Because the way we look at it, there are more women out there we still have to meet than you. And so with that mindset, we move on. But unfortunately for this guy, he probably has low self-esteem as well. And this is what she's probably kind of pining over how to uh, tell this guy in a nice way where she won't hurt his feelings and won't really make him feel so hurt. She just needs to tell him, hey, you know what? It's over. It's done. Kaput. Now, young man, if you're listening to this, one thing I would tell you not to do, she's going to try to have you as that friend. What that means is you're busy all the time if you get in that friends category. You have no time to go get her pizza at 12 o'clock at night. You have no time to go and do a lot of running around errands and shit like that in order to curry favor with her. You're done with her in that respect. And just tell her, you know, if she comes back with anything, hey, the price of admission is your pussy. That's it. Nine times out of 10, she's not gonna go there and she'll realize she can't use you. You go to the lowest common denominator with a person like that. Plain and simple. Don't waste your time, fellas. And ma'am, you don't need to go and really think about this too hard. Just tell him it's over. There's no chemistry. He'll get over it. Don't do it at your place. You can do it at a restaurant, coffee shop, wherever the hell you want to do it. Plain and simple. Because he's younger than you, he's going to go through more women than you will go through men. Let's just face it, just based on the age factor. You'll be able to get a quantity of men, more so than he will. But guess what? He has a better selection process because he has age at his advantage. Something you may not. We don't live together. The clothes in my closet are kind of unorganized, sometimes I just put them in as the way they are, and he doesn't like it. Also, I only have one bed sheet, because I'm planning to move to a different country one to two years later, so I was like, why should I spend my money to buy more? I'm saving, and I can wash the bed sheet in the morning and it dries by the evening when I go to bed. When my BF comes over and we have sex, and I can't wash the sheets on that evening, so I wash it the next day in the morning. He thinks it's not normal to sleep in that bed sheets that we used for sex. Another problem, I only have a few clothes for workout, and I didn't want to spend my money to buy more. I work out a lot, but I do it only inside my house, so sometimes I use the same workout clothes I used yesterday, because who cares? No one is there but me, no one has to smell me, and I won't turn on the washing machine for just one to two pieces of t-shirts and shorts. He said that's also gross. One time after workout I sat down on my bed, and that was also gross for him, because, how can you sit on the place where you sleep in your workout clothes? I know I'm not the most organized person, but do these things really mean I'm dirty? What are your habits? TLDR, I don't wash my bed sheets after sex, and sometimes I wear the same workout clothes I used the previous day for working out at home.
Is that gross? All right, I've listened to your nonsense. Here's the thing: you have an issue, and that issue is physical hygiene. You're qualifying that by saying, "Oh, a year from now, I'm moving to Europe or wherever you're moving to. You need to wash your ass now, in real time." One bed sheet. Your boyfriend comes over, has sex, nuts on the bed sheet, and you're okay with sleeping in dried nut until you wash it. Come on, lady. You're working out inside your house, which means your house has your odor in it. You're wearing those funky-ass clothes, and I can imagine there's a putrid smell throughout the house that you are accustomed to. Let me tell you something. When a man smells this. It's like bug repellent to him. It would be the equivalent of going to a men's locker room, but you'd probably be okay with that smell. But here's the thing: he's looking for something fresh. And I will tell you something else that men won't tell you, male. He's only with you because this is pussy he can get at any time, and eventually. He's gonna get a woman who's cleaner than you, nicer than you, and that's gonna be the woman he's with. See, what you're trying to do now is to make him adjust his standards down to your level. Now, I wonder if you presented yourself this way to him in the beginning. Probably not. And now that you let your hair down and he sees this, first impressions, lasting impressions. What he sees now is a woman who doesn't take care of herself, who doesn't wash her ass, who doesn't wash her clothes. On a regular basis, it only has one sheet. What happens if that one sheet is ripped? What happens if you accidentally fart and you shard on that seat, on that、uh, sheet? What happens then? You know, you have to think about these things. And if you're still on your cycle, what happens if you bleed out there? These are things you got to think about. So that convenience and saving money argument—that's bullshit. This is the lifestyle you've adopted. That's what's happened. Because it's convenient for you. Because I've noticed what you were saying was I, and why I'm, I'm here by myself. That kind of thing. So you're qualifying your behavior. See, when you bring somebody else in your life, you have to consider that you have to have some give and some compromise. Go out and buy more bed sheets, and you know what? Take them to Europe with you. Buy you some more clothes and start washing your clothes. Don't do like some people do. They go out and just buy more underwear and suppose to wash the underwear and throw the underwear in the trash and throw away money. Wash your clothes. Take care of yourself. Fundamental things. Because see, here's the thing: you may think it's okay. You're gonna wind up being one of these old stinky ass cat ladies. You keep it up by yourself. He's gonna wind up with another woman. I'm telling you. He's already giving you the warning by pointing these things out. He's going to quit sleeping with you soon, and you're just going to slough it off and say, "Well, you know, he wasn't that good of a guy anyway." 
and then you'll ask for wind up living in a trailer park with that fucked up cat in the window with his hunchback and them damn hairs going up it'll look like Halloween night and you're gonna wind up going on somewhere like adult friend finder doing the masturbation videos with cucumbers and damn vibrators it happens I'm telling you why you can and why you're still young correct that behavior if you want someone else in your life if you're planning to go to Europe you don't really need a boyfriend if you're planning on leaving in a year just have a short term fling now here's the thing if it was a one night stand that wouldn't be a problem because he could probably stomach the funk for one night but on a consistent basis mm -mm. no and some people think it's cool to have that smell Dudes have it too sometimes when they play basketball and they come in and they go over to their woman's place and they think they're putting on that damn cologne, that Hugo Boss or whatever, it's going to cover that shit and then you're trying to, trying to smell, what the fuck am I smelling? I smell sweat and funk and then I smell cologne. Oh, I smell sweat and funk and I smell perfume. Now, there are some people out there who like that and you might want to go and look for a guy that's into that. There was one guy that wrote me that liked for his wife to go to the gym and work out in the morning, didn't want her to shower, and he would have sex with her afterwards. He loved eating her after she had worked out in the gym, got real sweaty down there. That was a big thing for him. It, was, it tasted good to him, what he said, but the wife was grossed out by it. Another lady, she liked it when her husband would work out, and she liked sticky balls. That was her big thing. She sex. It varies because people have their own different idiosyncrasies. Another lady loved to play tennis. Husband would let her play all day just so that she would get good and sweaty and musty for him and he only wanted to have sex with her before she went to the shower, not after. So you have these people that are like this and if you're going to pursue this lifestyle, maybe in the future you may want to look for a person that's into odors. Because there are people out there who are specifically into that. But for the most part, unless you clean up your act, you're not going to keep this guy in your life. My boyfriend and his friend and I had a threesome and she is pregnant. What should I do? Stay or leave? Alright, let's face some of the stark realities here. First of all, you guys had a threesome. This girl gets pregnant. Apparently, you were comfortable with this threesome because you participated. Let's get that out there. Now you're talking about leaving him because he got this girl pregnant. Here's the thing. There may be some jealousy there. I don't know you from can of beans in Tennessee. But what I will tell you is this. If you were not able to have a child or conceive, of course, there will be some envy there. And that's what I think might be the issue because 
being that he got this young lady pregnant, she probably knew that she could get pregnant. I'm almost sure of it. And nobody cared about protection, apparently. But that's beside the point now. She's pregnant. So, for you, try to take the moral high ground now and leave. And I think the reason why you're probably leaving is because of one, a little bit of hurt, because she has this child now and you don't. The other thing is, let's face it, he probably was with her more than he was with you. Now, I wouldn't be too surprised if you did this in a way to appease him sexually, to keep him, to hang on to the relationship. And this was your last stand. And you see that he still went for the other woman. Now, here's the other thing you have to keep in mind. If you stay with him, you'll probably help babysit. You guys are going to have threesomes on a regular basis. And you'll probably try like hell to get, to get pregnant if you can in order to compete with this other woman. Let's face it. Then again, you might decide to do something such as try to take the other woman from him. Or who knows, try to even tighten up on your relationship and exclude her out of it. But in any case, there's some things you need to think about. What if the woman wants you more so than him? How's that going to work? I think what you did was something like an act of desperation. It would be different if you guys started out your relationships, you know, where you would automatically have threesomes going in, but you didn't do that. What you've done instead, you went into this thing and now that you're there, and things didn't come out the way you wanted them to because now this woman's pregnant, there's a sense of jealousy there, a hint of envy, because this woman now has his child, you don't, and the focus of his attention is going to be more on her than you. I tell you, uh, what I would recommend for you, to go into some counseling with your boyfriend, to find out what you guys want to do with your future. You might as well bring the girl along too, because after all, I think the three of you are going to be together anyway. I don't think you're going to leave him, and here's why. If you were going to leave him, you had just cause when the, when the whole threesome concept came up and you didn't go. So you invited another woman into the bed with you and him. So that says right there that using this argument now is foolish. The risk and the liabilities were there before you had sex. And now that things didn't turn out the way you wanted them to, you're upset. You have that buyer's remorse. Tough shit. Go to some counseling, all three of you, and try to work this out and see how you guys are going to work it. Now, you do have the option to still walk away from it, but I don't think you will. If you're going to walk away from it, it would have happened well before the threesome. Good luck to you. We have dated for for six months and are now planning to move into an apartment. However, we are at odds on what to do. 
He wants me to pay for everything even though he has a job with a decent income whereas I want to split the payments 50-50. I do have a good inheritance but paying for everything won't last me forever. He's really insistent I pay and won't budge on his position. I then suggested maybe we can hold off on an apartment and he still refuses. What do I do at this point? Ma'am, there's no other way to put this but you're dealing with a leech. Let me tell you what's going to happen in this situation because I've seen it before. Gentleman wrote in about a situation like this before that he was having with a lady. He had substantial wealth and what happened, she wanted him to pay for everything. It's the inverse of what's going on now with you. The 50-50 is fair. You're right. Like I said, you got to be with someone as long as they can pay their own bills and you can pay your bills you guys could get together. I wonder if this guy could pay his own bills before you guys got together. And you really like this guy. Apparently, you guys are going forward in your relationship, but apparently this is a problem because you're bringing it up. So, you try to address it several times, and he's insistent on you paying the majority of the bills are a good portion thereof. I want you to think about one other factor here. You have a child with him at some point. Guess what would happen? It would probably be 80% you with the child, 20% with him. This is an 80-20 relationship. That's what he's trying to go for. Where you have 80% of the liability and responsibility and therefore it frees him up. Because what he's trying to do is this. He's trying to free up as much of his income as possible by having you pay all the bills. So in that way, he could go out and do whatever he wants to do. Usually when a guy does this with a woman, especially a woman of means, you're not the person he's looking for. You are the leverage that he's going to use in order to climb the social ladder with someone else. Women do this all the time. So what happens is this. He'll leave you later on for somebody that's a better opportunity, a better sucker, where he can get them to pay more. Because see, the whole thing is, is that a person like this, it's not about fairness. What it's about is about opportunity. And that's what he's looking for. And that's all he's looking for. You are just another rung in the ladder. You're not wealthy enough for him yet. He's looking for somebody wealthier than you are to use. He's a leech. Plain and simple. And what you've done, you've allowed yourself to get emotionally tied to this leech. And what he's going to do, he's going to siphon all of the money, because you're even talking about your inheritance in the sense that you don't even have enough money to sustain the two of you through your inheritance. So that should tell you right there that you're dealing with a liability. A liability that will never turn into an asset. The best thing for you to do, like I tell guys, Whenever you run into a liability, you expense it out. Close the pocketbook. Have separate residences. Live your life and find a man that's going to meet you halfway where he can pay his own damn bills and you can pay yours. See, that's the starting point. At least if that person can do that, you guys have a foundation to start from. The problem is women do this as well as men. They'll come in and they can't pay their own bills and they need help with their bills and they want to get into a relationship. You're already coming in at a disadvantage. 
and this is what you're dealing with with him. It should be 50-50 in the beginning. I don't give a damn whether he makes five dollars a year or whether he makes five thousand dollars a month. Doesn't matter. As long as he can pay his own bills and you can pay yours, that's the starting point. Nobody should come in dependent on that other person. Because see, the thing you got to realize is that with income, people will manage to fit their lifestyle within what they can afford. The problem with him is that he can't and won't. That's the reason why he's depending on you to carry the lion's share of the bills because he feels as though、oh, you're wealthy, you have an inheritance. Let me tell you something. When I dated Monica Gerpoletta years ago, she had money that was ridiculous. But here's the thing that I didn't do: I didn't assume or take advantage of her because she was wealthy. I only made eight hundred and twenty dollars a month in the Marine Corps as a corporal. This woman would spend that on a bottle of wine a night. But I had to come to the realization that hey, no matter what, I'm not depending on her money. I'm going to work within that eight twenty. And she used to always tease me about that, but that was okay because the thing was, money was not an issue because one. She didn't feel as though she was being used because she wasn't. Two, I respected her for what she had acquired, and guess what? Even though I had very little, she respected me for what I was, what I had. And one thing that I didn't lose with her was my dignity. He's lost his dignity with you. That's the reason why you're now making excuses to keep him in your life. And you have to face facts. Now, if he was injured, disabled, or something like that, I could probably see that. But being this is an able-bodied man that could go out there and get his ass out there to pay bills just like you do, and you say that he has a substantial income, it makes no sense that he doesn't come up with half, just like you requested. Rethink your position, because I'm going to tell you something. You have value. The one thing you don't want to do is to have him diminish that value, and I'm not talking about your monetary value. I'm talking about your value as a person who's looking for someone to really treat them right. Demand it. Don't ask for it. Demand it. Even though demander is the same word in French, but what I'm saying is make it an unwaverable requirement. I tell guys to do this all the time because they run across women that talk shit, talk about they're independent, they're wealthy, and all this. But then when you get with them, you find out they're behind on their car payment, rent, and everything else. So it works both ways. Both men and women do it. But I'm gonna tell you, don't waste your wealth on this guy. He's not worth it. You can find a guy that makes far less than he does who will be willing to go half with you. And be a better man for you. So don't get hung up on the bullshit. Just something for you to think about. We at Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music. Amazon Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, or Deezer.
Type in JAUSAN in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor or any of its affiliates. The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal, marital, or family, counseling, or for professional practice purposes. In the event for professional assistance, please contact the local licensed professional family counselor, marriage counselor or social services professional in your region. If you need someone to talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jaws and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth podcast under waiver. Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants. All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props. We are an equal opportunity employer with two Yorkie poodles and a rat terrier as the security detail. Please be advised that the content of this podcast is under copyright by Romantic Truth and James Adams.